What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Thursday edition of The Squeeze. Got the day right this time. I am Tyler Conium. Welcome in. I've got my Owen Hart mug here, decked out in the Jays gear. Look, I'm excited. Vladdy Guerrero's named the cover, ever, cover athlete for MLB The Show 2024 next year. So I always like to uh, think the last time well, we've had Brett Laurie, Josh Donaldson, and Vladdy Guerrero. I like to collect those little cases when I can. So that's a fun little thing. And I'm just in the mood for baseball. Plus, this is just a nice, warm little thing. Got the Josh Donaldson there. Big Jays fan. Not a good last night last night at all. It was 0-3. Luckily, because the Kings bet was only for a quarter unit, we were only down two and a quarter units. But we had uh, Anaheim. Um, we have Anaheim and Sharks to go over six. It landed on five, so there was no push there. Had the Detroit Red Wings to beat the Ottawa Senators. They lost that game in overtime. It was just one of those days where nothing was falling. So it was 0-3, but again, the Kings bet was kind of something that was a long shot anyway. It was a plus 350, so for that not to hit, not the end of the world, um, because again, it was only for a quarter unit. If you do follow me on Twitter, also some breaking news, uh, is that Lewis Hamilton, if you know, uh, last year he had some F1 bets. Well, I guess it was two years ago now, and Ferrari actually had a chance. Then last year, I kind of steered away from it because Red Bull was so dominant that it just wasn't even remotely fun to watch, let alone bet on. But Lewis Hamilton has joined Ferrari, which should make things interesting. He's going to join Charles Leclerc, and uh, Carlos Sainz will be out. Um, uh, it was Sainz, right? Yeah. Um, make sure on that so I don't look stupid. Yeah, Carlos Sainz. I was getting confused with the other guy on Red Bull. It's Perez. Uh, so, yeah, Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari. That should be fun. Um, and then I also do have golf bets for the A&T, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am being played at Torrey Pines and at Pebble Beach. So if you follow me on Twitter, I've posted uh, the golf things that I'm riding on for this week. I like to listen to the Betting Pros PGA Tour podcast. That's where I get my golf stuff from. Okay, enough talking. Let's get into it. This line has moved quite a bit. So I bet this this morning. I bet the New York Knicks minus two and a half. It's gone to three and a half. Some places have even gone to four. Some it looks like have even gone to five and a half. Take this for what it's worth. Use this information for what you will. I like the New York Knicks to beat the Indiana Pacers tonight and to cover. The Knicks come into this game. They are uh, better. They're 31-17. and 17. They are third in the Eastern Conference. The Pacers are sixth in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks are 28-18 ATS. Pacers, not bad. 27-18-3 ATS as well. But the Knicks have been really, really good at home. They're 17-5 at home. Pacers are actually under 500 on the road. When you look at the injuries, this is where it's going to be a little bit interesting because you've got... Tyrese Halliburton, who's questionable with a hamstring injury. He's sort of been in and out of the lineup. You've got Ben Matherin questionable with a toe injury. Then on the flip side for the Knicks, you've got Randall out indefinitely. And you've got OG Ananobi questionable with an elbow injury. He missed the last game as well. So take that into account. The Knicks have beat the Pacers uh, six of the last four times despite losing the last two. One being this, this season, they lost 140 to 126. But the Knicks have won nine of their last 10 basketball games, and they've covered in eight of those. You can also look at the under and go, well, the under is nine and one in their last 10. And the Pacers under is actually still six and four. That might be something to go on uh, on the side because the numbers are always so high there. But you look at the Knicks, they're coming off a win against the Utah Jazz in which they didn't have Ananobi. Of course, they don't have Randall because he's out. 
And Brunson's just been lights out. In 38 minutes, he had 29 points, 9 assists, 3 rebounds. You've got Hart, who put up 10 and 10. You've got Hartenstein, who had 14. You've also got DiVincenzo, who put up 33 points. I just think the New York Knicks are the better-suited team. Obviously, the Pacers now have Pascal Siakam. But I like the New York Knicks here at home, even if Ananobi doesn't play this game. Obviously, I like it even better if he does. So I've got the New York Knicks for minus 2.5. That is at ProLine+. Plus. Uh, the other is also obviously a very small card today. There's, uh, what is it, like four NBA games and then golf, and there's no hockey. Uh, there's no football, obviously. There's not a lot else going on. So had to dig a little bit deeper here, and we move to uh, a player prop that I like. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. to go under his total of 34.5 for points, rebounds, and assists. That's minus 120 at bet 99. When you look at this total, this line, the under is hit here in nine of the last 15. He's coming off a game in which he had 27 against Sacramento and 34 against Indiana. And keep in mind, this is points, rebounds, and assists. So he's not hitting this number very often. And when he does, he has a 36. He's got a 35. So he's sort of right on the line there. I know, obviously, he's playing a little bit more with John Morant being out for this season. But I just don't think Jaron Jackson against a defensive team like Cleveland, he's going to be going up against guys like Evan Mobley. I just think he's going to have a really, really tough time. The last time that he played Cleveland, uh, he had 23 points, rebounds, and assists. That was January 18th. Wasn't even close. He was 11 points shy of that. So uh, his, he's projected to be in sort of around the 28-29 range. So I like this number. I think is a way too high. That's why it is juiced to the under. But I'll take Jaron Jackson under 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. And then the last bet, I've already sort of broken down for you why I like the New York Knicks. And then, you know, why I like Cleveland is they're playing uh, in Memphis. Obviously, Memphis, their <laughs> list of injuries... Williams Jr., doubtful. Williams, out. Kennard, doubtful. Rose, doubtful. Conchar, questionable. LaRivia, questionable. Clark, out indefinitely. Bain, out till February. Smart, out till February. Morant, out for this season. Adams, out for this season. Who the hell is going to play for the Memphis Grizzlies? They're 5-16 and 16 at home. The Cleveland Cavaliers are 12-8 and 8 on the road. Just out of curiosity, three nights ago, Memphis played the Sacramento Kings. Jaron Jackson did lead the way, but again, he went under the total that I just mentioned. You had Scottie Pippen Jr. get 32 minutes. You had Roddy get 34 minutes. Xander Tillman get 36 minutes. Like, they're just, all their best players are out. So I've combined the New York Knicks, who I think can beat the Pacers flat straight out, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. You combine them together, and at FanDuel, you get a plus 124 parlay. So that is my card for the NBA. Again, not a lot going on in that respect there. So let's have a bounce back day today. I like the New York Knicks to cover minus 2.5 or minus 120 at Proline. I like Jared Jackson to go under 34.5 points, rebounds, assists. And I like the Knicks and the Cavs on a plus 130 parlay. As always, drop a comment if you are fading or following. As always, you can follow me across my social channels to get more stuff throughout the day. Audio on Spotify and on Apple. Have a great Thursday. Let's talk sports.